Hello there and welcome into another edition of the Intersection Podcast with conversation highlights from the Meeting House on Faith Radio about a variety of topics, including news, information, and lifestyles approached from a Christian worldview perspective. Coming up, you will be hearing material from the Summer 2023 Christian Product Expo in Lexington, Kentucky. First, from the Ministry of Courage for Life, one of the speakers for the CPE event, Ann White, has responded to God's work in her life by encouraging others to learn more about God's Word. Her comments from a conversation at the event are ahead. Then the MC for the Christian Product Expo in Lexington, Tim Lovelace, looks at life from a humorous point of view and shared comments with me about his approach to comedy. You'll be hearing from that conversation coming up. And on this edition of The Intersection, from CPE co-authors Osaro Ogbewe and Kathy Bruins speak from their own experiences about the development of a marriage that reflects Christian love and biblical principles. Finally, from Faith Radio Meeting House Media Central at the Summer 2023 Christian Product Expo, Holly Lou Jostis relates her own story of reevaluating her relationship with Christ and reconstructing, not deconstructing, her walk with Him. This is The Intersection, a production of The Meeting House. I'm Bob Crittenden. Ann White is the founder and CEO of the Ministry of Courage for Life, and at Faith Radio Meeting House Media Central at the Summer 2023 Christian Product Expo in Lexington, Kentucky, she discussed the Courage for Life Study Bible for Women and the Courage for Life Study Bible for Men. Featuring resources composed by her and her team, here now from that conversation is Ann White. I think one of the most important features in these Bibles, it's the fact that there is practical teaching on every single page. So at the bottom of every scripture page, you will find a prayer, an observe, an interpret, and mm. application points. So something on that page, as, we were, as I was doing writing and I had some uh, great team members who helped me along the way and amazing uh, Bible team members at Tyndale, as we began to look at lessons for each and every page, there's always something God's trying to teach us, right? Sure, sure. All throughout Scripture. It may be about forgiveness or grace, or it may be about something that we need to commit to change. So as we looked at that, then we wrote a lesson for every single page that's very practical, very simple, and very pointed, but it takes into context um, all of God's Word and all that's in that particular, either a letter from Paul or a book of the Bible in the Old Testament, and challenges the reader to actually apply God's Word in practical ways to their everyday life. And there are also, throughout the pages of these Bibles, what are called the seven steps to courage. Yes. So take us through those steps and how they're integrated into the study Bibles. Yes. Well, you know, the seven steps to courage is the foundation for our ministry. It was seven steps that God allowed me to walk through when he took me from a fear-based faith to mm -hmm. a courageous based faith. Mm -hmm. Um, not being afraid to go out and do the things he's calling me to do, not being afraid to share my faith, not being afraid to do these things. So those seven steps to courage were something that he gave me and they follow, they're really easy to remember because they follow the word, the letters and the word courage. The first step is the C step, Bob, and that is commit to change. 
you know, there's always something God's calling us to change. It may be our attitude. It may be a relationship. It may be where we live or a job we're in. But there's always something he's calling us to change. And most oftentimes, number one, we have to commit to it and we need courage to do it. The O step is overcome obstacles. No matter what change God's calling us to make, there's going to be an obstacle. It may be our own stinking thinking. It may Mm -hmm. be someone else. It may be something that we think. It may be just a fear of making that change. So we need to identify those obstacles and then make sure that we have ways to overcome those obstacles. The U step, uncover your true self. That is our identity step. That is believing what God has to say about us in his word and not believe what we even say about ourselves or the world says about us. The R, replace worldly lies with scriptural truth. That is the Bible engagement step. And that is really the heart behind these Bibles. It's the fact that in order to really be able to replace the lies that the world's trying to tell us, we need to understand and replace it with truth from God's word. That's the only thing that's going to get us through and help us to be more courageous as we do so. A step, accept the things you cannot change, which is a tough step sometimes. The G step, grasp God's love for you. And the E step, which is embrace a life of grace. That is really that forgiveness step just kind of completes the whole process. So these steps are powerful, practical, and they're woven throughout every single lesson. So as we encourage the reader to apply God's word to their life in practical ways, we will draw from God's word and challenge them to make courageous changes and commitments, to overcome obstacles, to uncover their true self, replace those worldly lies, accept the things they cannot change, grasp God's love for you, and embrace God's grace. So how often do you actually integrate these seven steps as far as the application to to various passages? 1,464 times. Okay. (laughs) That's how many scripture pages have teaching. So you have a teaching for every single day. You could go for over three years and still not complete all the teaching in this Bible. So if you're studying through a book of the Bible, you're going to have great practical teaching all the way through that book at the bottom of every page. Or if you're just reading a page or two a day devotionally, you can also apply that as well, more devotionally. Ann White from a conversation at the Christian Product Expo in Lexington, Kentucky. You can learn more by going to the website courageforlife.org. Well, this is the Intersection Podcast with the MC for the Christian Product Expo in Lexington, Kentucky. Christian comedian Tim Lovelace spoke with me there. He is featured on the DVD called Living in a Coffee World and on the podcast Moments That Motivate. He looks at life from a humorous point of view. And in our CPE conversation, he shared comments about his approach to comedy. Here now from that conversation is Tim Lovelace. I don't want to sound like I'm being spiritual, but I honestly pray about every single concert because the Holy Spirit knows who is in that audience. So, and of course, there are a lot of natural things. Like if you're going to be at a college, you're not going to talk about arthritis. Mm-hmm. If the next night you're with a senior group, you're not going to talk about TikTok right. or energy drinks. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. you're, you're, of course, you've got to, to reach your audience. But still, as to which stories and which songs, uh, I'll, I'll pray about it. A lot of times a certain story will come to mind and I'll think, 
uh, well, I maybe wrote an article on that one. I don't even know if I've told that before. But if that particular story is for that group of people, then I'll do it. Mm. You know, so it, it's not about just having one show and always trying to do it, you know, from start to finish. This is just a written show. Uh, I want to have a, a game plan, but I want to ask the Holy Spirit uh, what that game plan should be. Absolutely. Tim Lovelace joining us today. We are at the Christian Product Expo Summer 2023 show in Lexington, Kentucky. Tim Lovelace, the MC for this event this year. Well, this is the meeting house, and Tim, let's talk just a bit about, again, your storytelling. And right. we recognize that we follow the greatest storyteller of them all, and Jesus would tell stories right. in order to share illustrations of spiritual truth. Right. Sounds like you do very much the same thing, no matter what the audience is. Right. It, it, yeah, absolutely. You know, what he would say... I think someone's moving in and moving out. There goes a story right there. There, there uh, you go. There's got to be a story behind those <laughs> those big round tables that just went by on the cart. I've but. always said when I get to heaven, I'm going to thank the person who invented the wheel. <laughs> Someone said, how do you know they're going to be in heaven? I said, because Satan doesn't want anything to be easy for you. So whoever invented the wheel had to be a Christian because <laughs> it's made our life a whole lot easier. And I, But but anyway, um, uh, you know, Billy Graham was uh, – just a just a hero of mine i just i just mm. uh 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 he's one of my heroes i'll i'll, I'll get that right yeah. i'm dyslexic but uh but dr graham always used comedy and i love what he said about it he said when someone asked him maybe why he used comedy at all of his crusades he would always say a few light-hearted things make a few jokes he said i give them something to laugh at about and then he said, when their mouth is open, I give them something to chew on. Mm, and so, that's good. So mine is a little longer. I may be telling stories for, and fun songs for 15 or 20 minutes or whatever. But it's still basically the same process that most people in life kind of build little walls around them, whether they're college age, teenagers, middle school, or 80 years old. Most people have a little protective wall they build, and laughter has a way of breaking down those walls. And when the walls are down, we're, our hearts are more sensitive, That's and then good. the Holy Spirit can do what we can't do. So when you come into a setting like a Christian Product Expo or yeah. another Christian event, maybe at a gospel concert mm -hmm. or something of that sort, how does your presentation perhaps change, perhaps knowing that you can can talk more spiritually? Right. With well, well, you know, like some, I've been to a couple of secular colleges that would say, just don't quote the Bible. You know, we yeah. know you're a Christian. Or I've had some say, you know, you can mention you're a Christian, but not too much. Well, then everything I'm going to do is crystal clean. But... I can tell them that I'm a Christian or I found joy in the Lord, but then I can also turn around and when I go back in that town, maybe six months later, if the young people or a group or a, a corporate meeting, if there were people there that are not Christians, had a good time, they could say, oh, the, that comedian is going to be down at so-and-so. Yeah. And they go there. Well, then in a church setting, I can give an altar call. Mm. So... But I have to reach them in the first place. So, 
Uh, but in most country or bluegrass shows or anything like that, you can still, most of them are fine with you still doing gospel songs. So I try to mix in some music with the comedy and, and can still get them to sing along and then give his word that never comes back void. Tim Lovelace here on the Intersection Podcast. You can find him online at timlovelace.com. This is the Intersection Podcast, a weekly production of The Meeting House, and you can find out more through meetinghouseonline.info or by visiting the programming section at faithradio.org. When you visit the Meeting House homepage, you'll find a link to the Media Center, the place you can go to listen to or download full conversations with recent guests featured on the Intersection Podcast and the Meeting House radio program. And there are links to the podcast, to the Media Center, as well as its Apple podcast feed. And you can watch video of Meeting House guests on the Faith Radio YouTube channel. There is a link from the Meeting House homepage. Two blogs are accessible. One is The Three with three stories of relevance to the Christian community. There's also The Front Room with devotional thoughts and commentary from the Meeting House. You can follow me on Twitter and access the Meeting House Facebook page as well. Again, that website address is meetinghouseonline.info, or you can go to the programming section at faithradio.org. In the drop-down menu, you'll find a link to the Meeting House homepage. Conversations from the Meeting House can also be found through the Faith Radio app and a variety of podcast platforms. Just search for Faith Radio Podcast at Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. This is the Intersection Podcast. And at the Summer 2023 Christian Product Expo in Lexington, I had the opportunity to talk with Osaro Idosa Ogbewe and Kathy Bruins, the co-authors of the book Essential Keys for Marital Success, Short and Sweet Inspirations. In our conversation, they discussed some of the principles found in the book. Here now from the Christian Product Expo in Lexington are Osaro Ogbewe and Kathy Bruins. When you would go out on a date, mm-hmm. what what would you talk about? Well, you you, you know you know at that stage, it's uh-huh. really very it's, it's very hot. You know everything uh-huh. is fun. Uh-huh. You know you could talk about so many things. Uh-huh. You and know, well, you're, yeah, and you're learning things exactly. about you, your. So you, so once we get married, we know it all. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know. So 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 that's what that's what that's what this book. I'm is, tracking with you. Yeah, yeah. That's what this book is trying to encourage. You yes. know, keep dating, keep talking. Like you like you used to do before you got married, you know. Keep keep doing it, you know. Uh, you, it's like it's like you are still courting, you are still dating. Before you know it, it will be twenty years, thirty years. You see, I see people like in this event, like we'll be married for forty years, yeah. we'll be married for fifty years. I was like, wow. I think I I need lessons from you guys, and they'll be <laughs> they'll be laughing, you know. But that's that's it, yeah. you know. So I'm passionate about making marriages work, about seeing marriages yeah. work and happy and all that. And obviously, a yes. key to making marriages work for, mm-hmm. for Christians is really to center that marriage mm-hmm. on the Lord. Yeah, exactly. How, what do you find as being one of these really essential components of, or essential actions that one can take in order to keep one's marriage centered number on one, Jesus? Number one, you, you, your marriage has to be centered on, on yeah. Christ, uh-huh. on Jesus. You know, uh, prayer is, 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 is essential. You have to learn how to pray together. Yep. Yeah, you have to learn how to uh, 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 communicate with God. Even as you communicate with yourself as spouses, you should communicate with God. 
learn how to talk with God, talk, talk, talk to God, talk with God. You, on any issue, you have to trust God. You know, when there's any issue coming up in the marriage, whether you're going to ha start having kids or not or something, you're going to put it in the hands of God, talk to God about it. You know, that sometimes you may also need to talk to uh, maybe um, counselors, like marriage counselors or something, or something, you know, just try to open up, you know, well, to yourself and, and to God and everything. Well, good communication obviously is a key yes, to a is. marriage that, mm -hmm. that is successful. Mm -hmm. And that was Osara Edosa Ogbewe, along with Kathy Bruins, the mm -hmm. co-authors of this book, Essential Keys for Marital Success, mm -hmm. Short and Sweet Inspirations. This is the Meeting House mm -hmm. here at the Summer 2023 Christian Product Expo in Lexington, Kentucky. Mm -hmm. Well, Kathy, you worked with Osara to present this information yeah. in this book. And these are such power-packed principles yeah. that he has shared. And and I think something that uh, what I'd like people to to take away from this is that, you know, you want to continue to date your spouse. You want to continue to learn more about your spouse. You want to grow in your love for the Lord and for one another as you walk the days of your life that God has called you mm -hmm. to. And so it's, it's important to really have a fresh sense of that. How do you, Kathy, how did the two of you really want to communicate that here in this book? How did you find that it was you know, effective to communicate? Well, being short, we knew that people are busy. They don't have time. Yeah. And so we wanted to make it easy. And there is one concept, just say, I love you. How, it's, yeah. Some couples haven't said it for 20 years, you know. Well, you I know that you. You, you've heard the story of the of the husband and wife sitting on what the porch swing or something like that and right. the wife is saying you haven't said i you know i love you in 20 25 years and and the husband says well i said it when we got married and if anything changes i'll let you know <laughs> yes, <I have> that, <laughs> that's hilarious not but this is not the right way to do it no no um and through the scriptures it shows that you can continually learn about your spouse. You should never think that you know everything because really you're not going to know everything about your spouse. There are times I've seen uh, couples at restaurants, they sit there quietly, they don't say anything. And there's nothing wrong with being comfortable with silence mm -hmm. with each yep. other, but there needs to be communication. And I, as people learn more about each other, it makes the relationship exciting it really does yeah and I just think between giving examples and uh, steps and having the word in there to support it I think people can easily grasp the importance of doing these essential keys. Yeah. Osaro Edosa Ogbewe and Kathy Bruins from the summer 2023 Christian Product Expo in Lexington, Kentucky, here on the Intersection Podcast. You can contact Kathy via email at kbruins at gmail.com. Well, this is the Intersection Podcast. It's back to Faith Radio Meeting House Media Central at CPE now with Holly Lou Jostis.
In our conversation at CPE, she described her personal spiritual journey involving her re-evaluation and renewal of her walk with Christ, a topic about which she relates in the book called Salty, the Deconstruction of a Good Christian. Here now from that conversation is Holly Lou Jostis. I liked the word salty because um, it's, it invites that question in. What, why do we do what we do? And um, why do we believe what we believe? And if we are created by God to be salt and light, um, then why are we not the most powerful agent of change on, in the world? Like So I just remember sitting in my church feeling so tired and so discouraged. And so I was wondering, what makes me any different from anyone else? And that journey led me to um, a, a greater understanding of who God is and, and better, a better adventure. And I wanted to go back to something you said, because I want to obviously discuss this process that you went through, this deconstruction, and as I said to you earlier, deconstruction and reconstruction, rebuilding mm-hmm. process of your spiritual life. But you, you were talking about this whole notion of quid pro quo. I called it transactional, a transactional relationship. If God, if you will do this, I will do that. And that's not what it's about. But it seems to me that that can be something very easy to slip into if one is not careful. Yes. And I think if you'd asked me, I would say definitely that that was not the relationship I had with God. But when something goes wrong and my knee-jerk reaction was anger at God Mm. and the feeling that's not fair. Well, if you explore that feeling, why am I thinking that this is not fair? Why am I angry with God right now? That's what gave me the ability to go deeper and to see how I had built a paradigm of faith based on God does his job, I do my job. And um, uh, that, that was... I, if you'd asked me if my fake faith was lukewarm, I would have categorically denied it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So tell me about the process, the journey that you embarked upon as you had this realization that something's not right. Well, I was working in a hospital at the time, and um, I remember having a little moment where somebody had just said something about a Bible verse pin, and... Um, and I remember thinking, that's all I am, really, is a, a nice little Bible verse decoration. And so I had decided that, you know what, that's it. I'm, I don't know if God is real anymore, but I'm tired of living um, this Christian life and not really experiencing him. And that's what he was waiting for. And um, in that moment, in that little just sliver of time in this big rolling ball of eternity, um, I felt a real God who really loves me reach back for me. And so it was just that moment moving forward, I read every Bible verse as in, how am I supposed to apply this in the next 24 hours? And I go, okay, God, why is this in here? What do you want me to know? Um, How do you want me to live based on what I've read this morning? And in that slow, slow, slow method, um, transformation is possible. Mm. To wake up something that you weren't yesterday, that is my goal. Well, in this book, no doubt you relate some of these things that God taught you in the process. And there, there obviously, it sounds like to me, there's been a deep work that has occurred. So how would you summarize or characterize the work of God in your life in this, this 
rebuilding process? Well, I think sometimes God uses a flash of light on a road to change your direction. And sometimes he uses the card catalog method, which is very slow and um, uh, very purposeful, a daily surrendering of myself. And um, so the book is the journey of um, how it is that you experience God's word in real time. And I just remember one time, um, we were reading through the Beatitudes, and I'm like, I don't know how to apply these. And he said, okay, at the next staff meeting, you need to wait for others to ask for your opinion. And I was like, no. <laughs> I mean, I could do that at church maybe, but not at work. These people need me, Lord. And um, so, that, so these assignments that he gave me over and over again, that was the slow process of um this magic happens where you can interact with an eternal God in this moment. And that's when um, people started noticing that I was a different person. And I think it's the feedback that you receive from others that really enlightens you that you have actually um, become a new creation. Mm. From the summer 2023 Christian Product Expo in Lexington, that was Hallelujah Jostis here on the Intersection Podcast. You can find out more at Hallelujah, that is spelled H-O-L-L-Y-L-U, speaks, hallelujahspeaks.com. We are nearing the conclusion of this week's edition of the Intersection Podcast, a weekly production of The Meeting House. You can learn more by going to meetinghouseonline.info or by visiting the programming section at faithradio.org. Through the Meeting House homepage, as well as through that programming menu, you can find a link to the Media Center where you can listen to or download full conversations with recent guests featured here on the Intersection podcast, as well as the Meeting House program. You can also find links to the podcast, to the Media Center, as well as its Apple podcast feed. And you'll find a link to the Faith Radio YouTube channel through which you can watch video of Meeting House guests. Two blogs are accessible. One is The Front Room with devotional thoughts and commentary from The Meeting House. And the other is The Three, featuring three stories of relevance to the Christian community. You can follow me on Twitter and access The Meeting House Facebook page as well. Again, that website address is meetinghouseonline.info or you can go to the programming section at faithradio.org. Thanks for joining me for this week's edition of The Intersection Podcast. I'm Bob Crittenden.